Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Great good morning, everyone. 10.08 in Northeast Pennsylvania. 10.08 a.m. This Monday, July 3rd, 2023. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history... Our great founding fathers, who we honor tomorrow, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides. Let us continue today's battle. Yes, the Club for Common Sense reconvening for this hour. And we mention our veterans that we lost near the end of May. Starting with Jack Frazier, Clark Summit. Retired teacher, survived by his wife, Pamelia. Also children. Served as the first lieutenant, United States Army, the Adjutant General Corps from 65 to 67, and then the 402nd Military Police from 1967 to 1970. Taught for 38 years in the Lakeland School District. And much more interesting things. When asked what he was most proud of, Jack Frazier wrote, Raising a family with my wife, Pamelia, two sons, Ian and Owen, and daughter, Bronwyn. I have no complaints. I served five years in the U.S. Army, fulfilling my father's wishes that I become an officer and a gentleman, and my boyhood dream, that of teaching. I met many fine people from all walks of life along my journey, and I owe it all to God, my family upbringing, Great teachers in the University of Scranton. That's Jack Frazier. Roman Kushner, born Jessup, late of Peckville. Married for 69 years to his loving wife, Eileen. He was at the Gino Murley, the place I bragged to you about after I got to go see my friend Charlie Tanzitz last week. He was known as Cookie to his fellow servicemen in the Army National Guard. Worked until retirement at age 80. Produce manager for Great A&P. His service was with the Army's 109th Infantry Division in Germany during the Korean War. Survived by his wife Eileen and children. Michael McConnell, Scranton. Fiance of 35 years is Karen Roberts. 
United States Army, two tours in Vietnam. Employed by Dixon City Hyundai. John Fritch. Survived by his wife Carol and children. Born in Scranton. Went to Scranton Technical High School, my favorite high school. Served in the U.S. Army Reserves. Project manager in construction business for 40 years in the Carpenters Union Local 445. Eugene Kusniers. Scranton, Cedar Avenue. Also Scranton Technical High School. After he graduated, he entered the United States Air Force. Aircraft mechanic while stationed at Udorn Air Force Base, Thailand. School bus driver for the Scranton School District. Tom McBride, Old Forge. Survived by his wife, Catherine. Married for 48 years. Old Forge High School. Served in the United States Army Reserves. Worked for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That's our veterans that we honor today. We lost in May. I want to remind you of the program brought to you by Pizza Bella Mountaintop. The home of the zero-carb pizza crust. Now available at Pizza Bella Mountaintop only. Route 309 in Mountaintop. And our hourly sponsors. The Marjon Golf Course. I, I, <laughs> I had a pork chop. Now, would you think to go to the Marjon and have a pork chop? So, and it was so incredible. And then these, these pork and beans, and then the sausage. I, I almost couldn't stop eating. The best bargain in golf has, they do have the best food in golf. The Marjon. Mount Cobb Jefferson Township, hourly sponsor. And the Dunmore Lumber Company, yeah, you get service, you get selection. You get price. They're competitive on all of that. No loss leaders. But you get convenience. No acres of parking. No acres of store. They give you what you want, and you go. <laughs> what, a, what an interesting idea. Well, it is Monday. And Mondays mean Monday musings with John Perillo, and the aforementioned John Perillo is with us. John, welcome, as always. It's good to be here, Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. Had a great well, I'm weekend. I'm glad to hear that. And there's there's more weekend to come this afternoon and tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and because of that, we should celebrate. Um, you know, I think uh, since tomorrow's the 4th, I, I, believe it or not, I had spent most of my weekend working on a musing about the effect of the Ukraine war on our transatlantic diplomacy. But then my dear wife asked, hey, wait a second, you're not going to talk about Independence Day? Yeah, you so, know what, and yeah. I forgot about it too. I texted John last night because I'm watching 60 Minutes about the readiness yeah. of the U.S. Navy, and it wasn't bad, it wasn't very in-depth, but it was, uh, I, I, you know, but in any event, I, I thought... I thought to myself this morning, wait a minute, 4th of July, I forgot completely about <laughs> that's what we should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and your music's been great, and I appreciate it. So uh, so I appreciate my wife reminding me. And for your <laughs> Thank you, Linda. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let, let's, uh, let's please start with the fact that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And then among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And those words were written on uh, the anniversary that we celebrate tomorrow in 1776, and they guided the founders in the creation of this great nation. And I think there is absolutely nothing wrong with acknowledging that we have fallen short of achieving some of those you know, really lofty goals on occasion, and in some cases we've fallen horribly short. But falling short doesn't mean that the aspirations were incorrect, or that they weren't or aren't, or that we, this isn't or, or, or wasn't uh, the greatest country that ever existed. And, and there's a philosopher economist that I really love named Thomas Sowell, and you can find oh, him on I YouTube. And you should, Man. <clears throat> gotta look him up. And one of his first lines he always asks in both economics and polit- politics is, compared to what? And so in, yeah. in, in economics, there's He's a He's so there's practical. He's oh, so absolutely. practical, and he reduces it to that. Yeah, okay, right. this is what we have. Compared to what? Right, right. And, and in economics, you actually think that way, too. So in economics, there are no solutions. There's only trade-offs. So you can do this or that. There is seldom you know, the perfect answer There's this or that. So anyway, that's what he was referring to. Um, but in any case, there was a younger vet, uh, a guy named Dylan Potter, who wrote an article that, that got me thinking about how uh, to present what I think about this greatest of countries. And it reminded me about how I felt when I used to travel out of the country on, on business and military deployments and how I felt to come back. And I guess I'm trying to express some of the things that I no longer take for granted because what I've seen kind of in the rest of the world. And, and your vets will recognize some of these. And for the rest of your listeners out there, you know, just some things to muse on between hot dogs and, and fireworks. And, you know, there's that great scene in The Wizard of Oz when Dorothy says to Toto, you know, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. And, well, there's, you know, when you land in some third world hellhole, one of the first things you notice are the smells. And generally it's a combination of a locker room after football practice in August when the cystic system doesn't work and cooking oil and open sewers, you know, and in comparison, in the U.S., we flush our toilets with potable water. You could literally drink what we dump down our sewers. You know, we have so much water that we waste it without thinking about it. I never shower, by the way, without think, being thankful. And then when I turn it yeah. off, I remember, you know, because it was like not to have, have it. And that, but that's just kind of a physical thing, right? And in addition, one of the things, you know, I, I still think about here is that, you know, for the most part, we have a pretty decent rule of law. You know, we take it for granted. We take that for granted at our great peril, and, we, and we, we, we mess with that at our peril because in much of the world, the law is whatever that town elder or the warlord or the autocrat who runs the country says it is. And punishment varies by the mood of that person or by the mob. And complain all, you know, that, that sort of thing is, is not uncommon in the rest of the world, right? And, for, for instance, you can complain all you want about the IRS, but in the U.S., taxes are collected pretty fairly, and whereas in much of the world, it's more like extortion. I mean, somebody comes by and, you know, puts a gun near your head and says, you know, give me what you got. Um, and in addition, you know, like you, you don't see Americans traveling to most parts of the world to get an education. And there are exceptions, of course, right? I mean, there's great universities in Europe and, you know, people do go there. But those exceptions are so few that they prove the rule. You know, the world flocks to the U.S. to go to universities, whereas, you know, much of the world doesn't even do basic math beyond addition. Um, but one of the but the math that they can do well enough to conduct is to do math well enough to conduct business in dollars because the U.S. dollar is accepted just about everywhere. In fact, it's pretty much the preferred currency anywhere in the world. So you can get a better deal purchasing a necklace in Bahrain using dollars than you can in dinar, and try that with your uh, naira or pesos or wherever other currency you have. Right? We we are we we take these things for granted and we shouldn't. Or the um, renminbi. And, 
<laughs> they were missy, yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, poor Americans, and, and this is an observation I, I absolutely will, will say to anybody, poor Americans live better than much of the world's upper class do. You know, the classic line from my day was third world people wanted to see the U.S. because that's where poor people were heavy and the rich were skinny, right? Um, and by the way, that's not just the third world. Back in Spain in the 80s, uh, the, there were children who would come up to us on the beach and touch our arms because they thought they were made of plastic, right? Our modern troops grew up on protein drinks and monster energy, and they tower over much of the rest of the world physically. You know, we have protein in almost every meal that we eat, and in much of the world, that's actually unheard of. I mean, <clears throat> lunch in m- much of the Middle East is, if you're lucky, it's goat's milk and tea, you know, and that's the protein that they would get. I mean, very, very Spartan meals. Um, and, it, you know, in the Pacific, I was routinely a full head taller than other people. And I'm no giant. You know, Bob's met me. I'm, I'm a regular-sized guy. So enjoy your burgers, folks. This is stuff that we have that much of the rest of the world can't even imagine. Um, and then there's other things. Like, we have vaccines that have er- eradicated diseases that keep most of the rest of the world in absolute abject terror. And, and just for your listeners... Do you know what animal kills the most people in the world? It's the mosquito. And in much of the world where I've traveled, malaria is a constant threat. And do you know what animal kills the most people in the U.S.? It's the white-tailed deer. And that's because we're speeding along in our shiny cars and trucks when one jumps out in front of us and causes a wreck. You know, think of the difference in, in, in where we're at in the world just by that comparison. You know, um, people in the rest of the world routinely die from drinking contaminated water, and that's a horrible and painful death, you know, for those people. They would kill for the water we had in Flint, Michigan. And, oh, by the way, that's not to minimize what happened there, but just to give you yeah, some perspective, no, you, know, you know, we ha- in this country we have rich people problems. You know, we're worried about our pronouns or whether our affluence will change the climate. And I will tell you that these problems don't exist for the rest of the world. And I forget who said it, but I heard a gentleman talking about how in most of the rest of the world, if a father could press a button, have his kids look like we do in the States, and simultaneously release a huge cloud of greenhouse gases, that father would press that button until his fingers bled. Right? The rest of the world aspires to have a life for their children that's half as good as the life that we take for granted here in the United States. And the answers to the issues that, you know, these global issues that people are worried about have to come from the United States because the rest of the world is worried about their next meal. Right? You're not going to get some, some father in China to give up his coal-fired electricity because he's more worried about his next meal and where his child is gonna, what's, what his child's life is going to be like. Same thing in India, most populous two countries in the world. Right? We can't, they cannot comprehend our obsessions that we have in the United States, and we need mm-hmm. to remember that. You know, nothing wrong with being you know, concerned about treating people as well as we can, but the rest of the world doesn't think that way, and we need to remember that. And I I will tell you that every time I would leave this country, I would come back absolutely thankful. And I mean every single time, no matter where I went. And so for those of you who haven't traveled abroad a lot, when you do, you come back, you have to go through customs. And the customs officer, you know, he reviews your paperwork. And then he would, and then they always say something like, welcome back or welcome home or something like that. And then you step across a painted line in the floor and you are officially back in the United States when that happens. And I will tell you that I've always, every single time, breathed a sigh of relief when that happened. Never once have I taken that for granted. And in the military, the process is a little bit different. Uh, but I will tell you that there was always that feeling of relief when we took off from wherever we were. And, and, you know, the pilots who were flying us, you know, generally military pilots, 
were always aware of this. And they would tell us things like when we were feet wet, which meant that we'd crossed over uh, the, now we're over the ocean someplace. And that meaning, you know, was significantly less dangerous than where we were. Uh, and then they would tell us when we were feet dry over U.S. territory. Right? And you'd, you'd, you'd see the sigh of the, all these, you know, people in the, in the aircraft. And then there was always a cheer when we landed. And again, that's every time. Hmm. Now, we weren't POWs or people that went through the hell of Vietnam and a divided country, and we didn't have the op tempo that our troops are, are going through today. But I can tell you that I, I will never forget that feeling. And I hope for your listeners, you can think about that for a minute. You know, what is it like, you know, for that one of your neighbors who's been in some place overseas and finally gets in that aircraft and those wheels go up in the wheel well, and, you know, that person finally gets to sit back and relax because nobody's shooting at them. Right. Those are the things we take for granted. Sometimes I think we shouldn't. And then, you know, it, it's easy to be a pessimist sometimes with some of what we see here on social media. But ours is still a great country. Actually, let me correct that. Ours is the greatest country. Right. It's fourth or uh, the fourth out here is rodeo time. And, and I can assure you that when that flag comes riding in, because they always ride it in on a horse, you know, I'll be tearing up. I can't help it. It's, mm-hmm. And it's my most sincere hope. You know, for you and your listeners and for you, Bob, that you get a chance to feel some of that, too, especially this week. You know, we, we, we are extraordinarily blessed to live in this country. This is an extraordinary time, you know, to celebrate what our founders thought of and what they, what they aspired to. And we should be thankful every day for what they did for us. John Perillo, thank you. Good Fourth of July message today. We'll get back to the uh, meat and potatoes of what we do next Monday, but I appreciate it. Absolutely, Bob. Again, thank you to you and your listeners. Hope you guys have a great Fourth of July. I hope everybody keeps all their fingers and, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, just is able to enjoy this wonderful country we live in. Nice. Have a great day. All right. John Perillo, Monday Musings. We'll talk next week. What a great song. That's uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Some gave all, 1990. And before that, Battle of Gettysburg. Today. Major union victory. And by the way, I didn't get to comment on it because I got distracted. We played the last hour. British forces massacring 360 men, women, and children in Wyoming, Pennsylvania, right here. That was a WBREWYOU news report from 2021. Major history commemorated over the weekend. I don't know if they're having anything tomorrow or today. But remember that, 360 men, women, and children massacred by the British forces in Wyoming, Pennsylvania. Uh, quick thing, because we've got to go to the break and the weather, because I don't want to miss this, especially after what John said, what, you know, be safe, John Perillo. She's a woman t- texted in, I was a nurse 40 years, and 20 of those years were spent in the ER on the 4th of July. There isn't a body part I haven't seen blown up or off by old fools, young fools, and middle-aged fools. I will never understand individuals' need to be the center of attention. I never enjoyed looking at you fingerless, your fingerless hand or what was soon to be your empty eye socket. Please, people, if that's what it takes, go cut a finger off. It's easier to repair. Also, you don't have to drink on a fifth on the fourth to have fun. That's another story. So we heard from a nurse. Please be careful out there. We'll be back with the weather shortly. 
That's John Phillips Souza for some old school patriotism. Stars and Stripes Forever. Great song. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from our friend meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, partly sunny, more humid, scattered showers, thunderstorms, high of 85. Uh, and remember, Scrant- the Scrantastic Spectacular starts at 4 o'clock, Courthouse Square, Scranton. Today, partly sunny, sunny, more humid, scattered showers and thunderstorms. It will be 85. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 70. Tomorrow, more sun and humidity. Should be dry on the 4th, but some areas could see a thunderstorm in the afternoon, high of 85. Wednesday, sunny, high of 90, and I think we're going to look at 90s, the balance of the week after the 4th. So keep that in mind. Uh, Yeah, so, guys, I I urge you, and you should check out all the episodes, the Bob Cadaro Show on TV. Uh, And on the YouTube version, we have something we call BCTV Extra, which are extended interviews with some of the great people that have been our Power Brunch players of the week. And, of course, the highly informative conversations we have with Dr. Brian France and uh, Pat Sandone and, of course, uh, Rebecca Martino from Stately Pet Supply. So, And with... Uh, Congressman Dan Muser, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, but Chewy and Doc from Froggy 101, the morning team, the only father-son morning team in the country, they were on and uh, they were fabulous, they were fun, and uh, Congressman Muser sponsored a two videos that were just outstanding. Road Scholars uh, Trucking Transport sponsored Chewy and Doc, but uh, these great videos at the that bookended the Chewy Doc interview, brought to you by Dan Muser, and they were there. I'm telling you, tear jerking patriotism, at least for me, and I think probably for many of you, uh, just good stuff. All right, I, Lorraine, I, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to take this break early because Lorraine from Hazleton is on. And if she doesn't get enough time, she throws a hissy fit. So, Johnny, let's take the break a little early so we could accommodate Lorraine on her program. We'll be back with Lorraine from Hazleton on the 4th of July after this. Johnny Cash. Ragged old flag from 1974 on this, the 3rd of July. And on the line to talk about the 4th of July, our friend Lorraine from Hazleton. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, Robert. How are Happy you? 4th of July. Yes. Happy Independence Day. Right, thank you. You too. You sound very tentative about all that. Yes, I have to be professional. <laughs> Well, you know, I I had to point out to everybody we had to go to commercial break early, so you yes, wouldn't have. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, you know how you are. I, I yeah, I know how you are. You're you now seriously you've become quite a diva. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, I can't help it. My popularity has grown. <laughs> I have a fan base, a fan base, and I I still need their prayers and their love and their well wishes, as I love them too. 
How are you feeling? And well, half and half. Men's and men's. Still lavender or back in the pink? <laughs> well, a little bit of blue, a little bit of pink. <laughs> so what do you get when you mix it together? Eh. <laughs> 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 you know, one day on, one day off. So what are your so, thought what are your thoughts on the fourth of July, Lorraine? Well that was a very touching song. Momento. Isn't it? Yes, very, very yes. And um go ahead. No, no, our, our friend Murph did the music does the music every day, but he he just outdoes himself on these uh, patriotic holidays. He really does. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. Last time when I hung up, I said I was going to have a joke for you. So that's what I'm going to do today. All right. I will my... put up with it just because it's you, but you've only got a minute now, darling, so fire away. Well, that's not my fault. I waited. <laughs> <laughs> darling, darling. Well, anyway, there was this good, good practicing Catholic Italian couple, married couple, naturally. And um, they had five children, and the wife was a stay-at-home mom. But, you know, I mean, the financial status was really, the husband said, look, honey, he said, we're going to really have to do something, you know. To have another child is is pretty, you know, it's going to put a hole in our pockets. And um, he said, well, being that we are good practicing Catholics, we're going to have to practice the rhythm method, you know? And uh, the wife said, okay, sure, whatever you say. But where are we going to get a band at 2 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> oh, Lorraine, let's go back to poetry, could we? Could we? Thank you, John. <laughs> Lorraine, we have to go for this Bloomberg Money Minute, but I love you. Have a good fourth. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah, Kate Smith, you are not canceled here, baby. What a what a great song. What a great rendition of God Bless America. And uh, Len from Equinox says, thank you for playing Kate Smith. You know it. By the way. Somebody said, uh, a couple, I'm going to get to a couple of uh, texts as we run up to the hour. Uh, Bob, Art Franklin again with something important following the warning about fireworks. I know this will ring true with you. Uh, just an FYI, many veterans who have seen recent combat suffer greatly with neighborhood fireworks displays. They might not let it show. But many experience PTSD symptoms when loud explosions are close to home. Something to think about before setting off that random M80 suddenly at 9.54 p.m. in your driveway. Good thought, Art. I, I agree with you. And, I, you know, look at guys. Be, res be responsible with your fireworks. And I know it's only a few days a year. But consider the pets and consider the veterans. Because I, I had never even thought of that. Someone else, Bob, please mention the danger of sparklers around children and adults because of damage to the cornea causing blindness. Thank you. God bless. God bless America. 
and happy 4th. And we're not trying to be killjoys here. Just be careful with your fireworks. Be judicious with them. And somebody wrote in that Johnny Cash rode ragged old flag in Binghamton. How about that? Now, they're saying 75. Murph had it at 74 when it was released. But uh, no need to quibble on that. Fascinating. He may have written it in Binghamton. Certainly parts of it. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody says, Bob, LTS, I laugh every time I hear that last commercial. You've asked for more WNBA, so here it is. <laughs> Nobody's asking for more WNBA. I agree with you. And it's darn good basketball. But no, nobody's asking for more. Uh, somebody mentioned today Johnny Cash would have to add that raggedy old flag. It now hangs at the White House. Side by side, and I will add inappropriately at the White House. Yeah. You're right. I mean, among the headaches that these fools and this left-wing lunacy has uh, rendered upon us is now a disrespect for the American flag at the White House. Unbelievable. Now, somebody says, in Scranton, you're not supposed to set off fireworks 150 feet from a home, which means everybody in Scranton is breaking the law. (laughs) I mean, and I don't mean, I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying, don't, you know, be judicious. Think about it. Don't just go blowing things off to blow them off. And I know a lot of people have that little bit of pyro in them, and I'm not telling you don't do it. Don't use them. Just use them judiciously. Know who your neighbors are. Know, you know, what their pets, you know, where their pets are. Be a good neighbor. That's all That's all I mention it for. And be safe. That's what our nurse friend says. Okay? That's what we've got to do. We're going to take this break for the news. Uh, Paula Degnan, then we'll come back. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 